Hi, I'm Dina Tripodis. Tonight on Whiskey Business, a hotel room with a crazed demon, a Catholic priest who has dealt with the possessed, or were they? Should you sage your home to expel the evil, or are you inviting it? It's our Halloween episode, tonight on Whiskey Business. Tripodis, or should I say hi? I'm Dino Tripodis. <laughs> your host for Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. And why is he talking so foolishly? It's our Halloween episode. Halloween, not necessarily my favorite holiday of the year, but our audio producer, Greg Hansberry, it is his number one That's favorite it. holiday of the year. Number John one. Whitney. Our video producer, he embraces Halloween every year. He tries to have a party. It's my wife's biggest, it's, biggest party. It's, it's, it's your wife's <laughs> so, so Happy wife, happy so, life. Yeah, Indeed. right? So, mm-hmm. And uh, I just find it to be a very interesting holiday. And uh, this is our annual Halloween episode on Whiskey Business with a couple of return guests who are going to be contributing something a little bit different to the program this time around. Uh, you might remember Father Nick Ventura from an, uh, a way early podcast. Yeah, about a year or so, oh, two years more, ago, more than that. three years. Yeah, yeah it's that been a one bit. is entitled "Is Dino Going to Hell?" <laughs> no, <laughs> foregone conclusion <laughs> for most. Four but years I later, I, but, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, have anything to say yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's still time before we determine all that. Uh, but Father Nick will be joining us tonight, and Ann Dimmick from Watershed Distillery. Who has had a few bumps in the night with apparently some crazed demons? Demons. She says demons. Demons. Plural. Plurals. Well. Or demons. I don't know. One. One. Okay. <laughs> My point is, if you're dealing with a crazed demon, do you need more than one? Not really. Not really. No. Right? One ever... is one more well, than you one needed. Is, one, is one is plenty. And our guest bottles, courtesy of Watershed Distillery, the Bottled and Bond Watershed Straight bourbon whiskey, four years. This is wonderful. This, that you know what? If they just would have rested on these laurels for the next couple of years, they would have been fine. But no, 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 no. They had to go ahead and up it a notch with this six-year limited release. Uh, this bourbon, which is uh, aged in the apple brandy barrels, which is magnificent. Newsweek magazine uh, went crazy over this one. Wow. Saying if you got, yeah, right? Not a bad thing. Not a bad no. thing. No. They went crazy <laughs> saying that you need to get this whiskey, and we have them both. So thank you for our guest yes. bottles this evening as well. And before we get into the what I'm calling tonight the scary and the sacred, let's get some of these scary business out of the way. <laughs> thank you for spending your spooky season with Whiskey Business. Yeah, we do have previous Halloween episodes. It's like uh, growing up, and there would be like, uh, family Matters or like uh, mm-hmm. Home Improvement where they would have like a, a Halloween episode. Yeah, we're the, nothing like those shows. Yeah, yeah we are because we have a Halloween episode every year. We have a Halloween year. episode, but those are like the, the those are like good family yeah. sitcoms on family ABC. Family friendly. Family friendly, yeah, <laughs> that, that had a little touch of 
Halloween to them. This is is it a very special? The, the, yeah, this these are these are going to go down a, a path of. Of blasphemy and profanity and oh, and and God knows what else with mm-hmm. all due respect, Father. And I'm going to use the F word. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, not, we can, not on purpose, not gratuitously. Yeah. If it happens accidentally, <laughs> ah, God will forgive us. I have my stole with me. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> uh, but so thank you, thank you for su- subscribing to Whiskey Business. And if you want to check out some of those archived archived episodes, uh, do it on your favorite podcasting app or at Whiskey Biz Pod. Wait, whiskeybusinesspod.com is our website I think mm-hmm. it is uh, also uh, YouTube I have actually something Johnny uh, does a great job with all of our videos uh, YouTube just search for Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis but I've got something I actually uh, I, I got a memo I thought it was a, a costume party so for those on YouTube I do have I've got a, a costume here for everybody to see here you go um, I am the bride of Frankenstein <laughs> Is that what it is? I totally forgot. Yeah, about it is. The I, as soon as I saw it, I, I thought it was Fred Flintstone's uh, club hat. Yeah, yeah. with the, <laughs> the yaks. The water buffalo. The water buffalo lodge. lodge. Uh, the water buffalo lodge, yeah. yeah. Let me put on the dress, <laughs> and that'll, that'll remind you. It's, it's Bonnie, we're late. <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, for those of you who uh, are watching Whis- uh, Whiskey Business on YouTube, here's looking Very at you. Very special. <laughs> You gotta, <laughs> Me and Frank will you gotta, gotta send you some special. The, the no, it's podcast. hot as hell already. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good look and, for you. And I'm an extra yeah. priest. Um, so anyway, so check it out, YouTube. <laughs> There's all sorts of crazy <laughs> videos up, up there, uh, including previous uh, episodes and fun little shots and videos that, that you guys have done. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and we're on, uh, for this special episode, Shudder. Mm-hmm. The uh, horror oh, film. I wish. Don't no, forget no. about Evergreen. Oh yeah, Evergreen. That's right. Our friends That's at our the Evergreen network. Podcast Network. We're thrilled to be part of that family, and uh, very happy to be adding a little something scary to the mix. Uh, unless you consider the stuff that you've already <laughs> brought into your podcast network scary, uh, but this is actually for a reason. So thank you to Evergreen Podcast Network. Um, check out them as well. Uh, they've got everything you would want in a podcast from A to Z. Yeah, I saw they, they got a new the uh, Bruce Springsteen podcast out, yeah, and they had yeah, uh, Van yeah. Zant on. Yeah, oh, sweet. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. basically, we're friends with uh, with Stephen Van Zant. We should. We should. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically. Yeah, we're basically. Yeah. I'm in great company. Then. We yeah. do crossover episode yeah. with the Bruce Springsteen podcast. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. We can make that happen. Yeah. No. Maybe we can summon the uh, spirit of Clarence. Uh, yes. There'll be no summoning of spirits this evening. What's that? Is that a distant uh, saxophone? Yes. You know, the biggest, the biggest obstacle tonight, honestly, <laughs> it's gonna be me. is going to be Hansberry. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be keeping him contained and... and He's and, just so and, giddy and, right and, now. And city. I mean, in city. It's my favorite time of the year. It is his favorite time of the year. But uh, so let's, let's right, cautiously... Move on, have a sip of the whiskey, settle in, and there's a reason you two are here together. Yes. You know that, right? Yes. Because when you had your crazy hotel demon experience, you went to Father Nick. Father Nick is on the podcast uh, because you're connected in that way, but also Father Nick, having been on the podcast before, we never really got into that other part of the world in respects to spirits. I don't even know if you as a Catholic priest believe in ghosts or spirits. So that's interesting. If you listen entities. Well, we believe we say every Sunday we believe in things visible and invisible. So there is a spiritual world. Um, The thing is, it has its rules 
and Mm -hmm. the things that we got to respect. We can't just go in and think we can do whatever we want. So just like you can't just jump off a cliff and hope that you won't die at the bottom of it. Can't mess with the spiritual world without, you know, taking precautions. Or deal with the consequences. Exactly. I I firmly believe uh, one reason why I like Halloween and, you know, the the spookiness is because of my Catholic upbringing. I mean, it's very... uh, uh, entrenched both of you know that yeah. those worlds of of, of well, spirits. You know, you know where Halloween comes from, don't you? The history of Halloween. Please t- uh, educate us, enlighten so, us. So November first for millennia in the Catholic Church has been celebrated as All Saints Day, right? Where we honor all those who are in heaven, who are in communion with God after death. And so the eve of any big solemnity is always called something eve. And so we would call it All Hallows Eve. Well, in English, we're, we, we like being lazy. We like making things short and sweet and to the point. So mm-hmm. it kind of went to Halloween. And then eventually we just kept on saying it. And that's where Beggar's Night comes from, where you want to make sure that your family is in the communion of saints and not... Elsewhere. Locked outside. Yeah. And growing up at Catholic schools, we weren't allowed to dress up for Halloween, but we were. Uh, we would dress up as our favorite saint. Exactly. Yeah, on, so the Catholic kids yeah. get two Halloweens. So, yes. so how is that? That's like that's it's like the, same the out. Yeah. yeah, you're not yeah. allowed to dress up for Halloween. But this other dead guy who's, who's beheaded or burned yeah, at the but stake I mean, like, or whatever. You didn't get to do both? We got to do both. Uh, yeah, yeah, we okay, had two well, yeah. Halloweens. No and yeah. if you played your cards right, depending on which saint you picked, you could also be a Jedi later on. Uh, you could Lots if you wanted to. Or you could make it pretty economic use of your uni- of your. Also, the, yeah. the church has always been fascinated by the spooky. Because there's a church in Rome that is built by the bones of the monks mm-hmm. that were part of it. Wow. So here's the deal. We're all for the spooky. Just responsibly. Okay. It's like drinking. It's going to be a yeah. good show so, tonight, you guys. Drink responsibly and go spooky responsibly, <laughs> right. I guess, yeah. is the message that we're going to carry throughout the podcast. <laughs> the and go to Anne's Catholic school where you get two days. <laughs> two, I only got yeah. one day. You get double so, days. Double dipping. One day out of uniform. Okay, so I did <laughs> not know. Jedi costume. <laughs> I did not know that you were Catholic as well. Oh, yeah. That's how I know Father uh, yeah. Nick. I, I just figured, in, I know that Father Nick is a bourbon-loving Catholic priest, and I thought maybe that's why your paths crossed, it's and the, you just sought him out for counsel when no. you went through the story, which you're about to tell. No, no, but no. You're it's, actually, you're, it's the opposite. It yeah. was uh, Father Nick got moved to a church in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. that my family happened to attend, so Father Nick was the priest mm-hmm. at our church. Yeah, and it was actually... And you discovered that... that you were involved. I in liked the, booze. Yeah, involved in <laughs> spiritual realities. Right, right. Um, and I was, the bourbon word. Hello. Yes, and I was looking for a specific kind of drink that I wasn't able to find, and the secretary said, "Oh, don't you know that Ann Dimmick works in that business?" You can say who it was. Uh, no. I, uh, for Campari. So yeah. I was looking for Campari, <laughs> and she says, "Oh, Ann Dimmick works for Campari." And so after it was after one Sunday mass. Uh, yes, this this bottle this bottle right here. Um, so I, you're leaving church. Leaving let church. Me, let me set the scene real yeah. quick. You're leaving this, church. This is the meat cute. And yeah. eh, you know, so we have a child. <laughs> you yeah. know, at the time who's now in college, but not he together. he was no no yeah, no no no. 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 <laughs> very whole different podcast. 
my husband <laughs> yeah, and I. Right. Yeah, that's, that'll be a, that'll be what we'll call. I'm glad we're not a bishop as right a, now. As a, as a tongue as a tongue in cheek <laughs> nod to an earlier novel, we'll call that one the Porn Birds. Uh. Oh lord! Uh. Oh no! So the Thornbirds? Yes, yeah. I do. We we would sit right up front because he behaved a little bit better, but he always was, you know, an active child in church and that thing. No, no, uh, no, the, the, the kid, the kid, the kid. Now so, he's a young man. Yes, yes. But so as you're leaving the church and there's the priest there and you're like, Oh, was he well behaved this week? And then you come up to us. Yeah, and I said, "Do you have a second to talk?" And oh it's boy! Like, oh. Now, Uh-oh. if your priest comes and his full get up says, "This is you have not a second to now. talk." Uh-huh. Th- there's yeah. nothing good about this. This is not. But it go turns well. out, I say, "I hear you work for Campari," and you see, she gets even more scared because <laughs> she because oh. <laughs> she thinks I'm going to yell at about working for alcohol. Yeah. And then I say, "How can I get some?" <laughs> Campari. Let me pull up the inventory right now. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you felt better about life, yourself, and everything that goes along yes. with it. Yep. Like, seat in heaven. Yeah. I'm there. I'm helping my priest get booze. Doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Doing Assisting the Lord's me work. in spiritual realities. Mm-hmm. Spiritual realities, for sure. So... All right, let's let's get to let's get let's get to the stories, shall we? Oh boy, yeah. that's what we're here for. That's what we're Good here stories. for. All right. Enjoying the fine watershed products, which we'll chat about here in between a little bit, because it's so nice to revisit these again uh, on the actual podcast, as opposed to just a quick little tasting here and there. Oh yeah, I didn't forget about the super secret bottle as well, which we'll try a little bit later on and tell you what this might be all about. Wait, wait might be all about and i tried it so you guys can all have it okay all right okay fair enough so um a hotel a hotel in cincinnati in cincinnati downtown cincinnati really nice old historical hotel very nice hotel and i was down there one weekend it was oktoberfest and working a bourbon event actually (laughs) and now i have to say alcohol was not a factor in this story, other than that's why I was in town, because I was actually running the event. So I was not partaking. Noted. Yes. So worked some long days, went back to the hotel, and it was a Saturday night. And you know how you wake up and you're like, you're just kind of coming to, and you're aware of the room around you, but you don't quite open your eyes. Mm -hmm. So it's early in the morning, kind of curled up on my side. And without my eyes open, I can only describe it this way. I became aware of like, it wasn't a person. It was like a ball of concentrated evil. I can't say it any other way. And it was like right up near my head. So I did not open my eyes. Would you open your eyes in this case? No, no, no. You just sensed it. No, no, no. (laughs) So go back to the Catholic upbringing and the Catholic school and and there's all sorts of things you can do in this situation. You know, you could start freestyle prayer, you could do the Lord's Prayer, but we know when it's really serious, who are you gonna call? Jesus' mom. Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just start without opening my eyes, Hail Mary, full of grace. And all of the sheets in the bed crumple up like a like 
super fast where that ball of whatever it was is and it's gone like instantly but literally i didn't move did the because sheets I was so cover the ball all the sheets like on the bed basically like came together and bunched up like super fast like like something just sucked them in and then it was gone to protect you from the ball I, I, don't I don't know, know. if the sheets were protected. The ball. I'm going to go back with the Hail Mary and who are you going to call? I know, but maybe maybe Mary was responsible for the sheets. Is maybe. That what I, mean, I don't know, but it was gone. It was gone. Not like anywhere else in the room, whatever. So I got up, checked out. Time to go. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's time to check out. Were you supposed to and check out that day anyway? I was. Uh, so it, so oh, it, I just and, it up. And it happened to be a Sunday, so drove back home, mm-hmm. made it to the 11 a.m., you know, here we are. Was I the one in? Was, was yeah. I the one saying you the were mess? there? Okay, you were there. okay. And so I came up to you afterwards, mm. not looking for booze or anything. <laughs> no. And do you remember this at all? I do. I remember what you said. Okay, please. Because I told you the okay. whole story, and I'm like, you're not gonna believe this. And you were like, Anne, you do not know what happened in hotel rooms. Oh yes, I do. Rem- yes. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff happens in hotel rooms. Murder. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but... Well, they say one of the uh, titles of Mary in the church is Terror of Demons. Yeah. Really? So, so uh, I was on to something. You were on to something. You, they, you chose the right... Chose the right person. Oh, chose oh the right person. like every Catholic kid knows what you do mm-hmm. in that thing. When Call it's serious. Who do you think Jesus called when he was scared as a kid? Ghostbusters? No. no. <laughs> he called his mom. <laughs> Bill Murray is great, but he hasn't, he's not that great. He hasn't been around that long. Yeah, uh, he did. He called his mom. Mm-hmm. So why? So, so let me divert for just a second. Yeah. Why did Jesus call his mom? You went with Hail Mary, Father Nick. Why? Why the, the Virgin Mary so powerful? What? What? What is? What does she have so much more of than calling out anybody else? I mean, you know, my first instinct would be to like to pray to Jesus, but you right. went with Mary. Yeah, no, Jesus can now since Jesus is God. Like that would have been an okay. That would have been ideal too. Yeah, splitting hairs. But with, I mean, but the the thing about Mary is, the demons are frightened of her, because she is a human, in full stature, without any sin, wow. and because the demons are creatures, too, they're not God. Mm-hmm. While God is powerful, they're all already afraid of God because well, he's, he's God. He's given right. But another creature has power over them, and that frightens them mm-hmm. more. So, so if I'm full stature and without mm-hmm. sin, mm-hmm. demons de- are demons don't want any part of me. No, or any part of that. No, whatsoever. They don't. And now, if I am a, a person, I am riddled with sin. Um, then I'm ripe for a demon. Well, yes and no. <laughs> yes, in the sense. They, they, yeah, they, they, they can, you might like be buddies with them. I, uh, like, but see, but here's Dino. Here's the thing: you're low hanging fruit, so they're ignoring yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Get to you later. Touche, Father. Touche. Yes. Yeah. Follow up with that. Like we, you know, we can get him on the way back. Let's go for something a little more ambitious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He ain't going anywhere. Let's go for what I planned. <laughs> but Clean you know. But it's but real quick. So, yeah. but that's a good point. Like, uh, you, you know, the, the us Catholics, we believe uh, firmly in, in uh, um, uh, absolution. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is that you know? So, say you go to confession, mm-hmm. then right there in that moment, 
you're pretty clean of sin. You could sin you could take him yeah. on. Well, I wouldn't recommend it. Well, it, it, okay. Yes. Yes. Right, I'm, just getting, are, I'm just getting good. my check getting, marks in a row here in case. You're, you're getting right. your uh, checks in a row, but right. just in you know, case. There's a there's a first. great story. I don't want to divert from Anne's story too much, but can I share a story no, about absolutely. the church? This, so, is, this is this uh, is that was my story. Most, we're good. Most oh, recently, we're, we're getting more details about that after. <laughs> but don't worry. Most recently in the church, we just celebrated the uh, feast day of Saint Francis of Assisi. You know. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows him as patron saint of animals. Oh, look how cute he is. Right. He's yeah. petting the deer, taming the wolf, whatever. But really, um, he was a smelly man. He wasn't <laughs> a, a guy that when you see, you don't think is gentle. He was rough. I mean, he lived he, in the wilderness, right? He lived in the wilderness. He far he built his own church. You know, he was a a rough and tumble kind of guy. But so, but he was also attractive in the sense that people saw holiness in him and wanted to follow after him. And he, because of his intense prayer, he had the ability or the gift to see the spiritual world, you know, see in both the physical world and the spiritual world. And his brothers who were following him would ask him, show us what you sh- what you see. Show us how to see what you see. And he says, okay, I'll, let me think about it. Let me talk with God. Let me... Let me let me pray on that. And one day he said, okay, everybody, get up. I'm going to show you what I see. First, we're going to go to town. And so they they went into Orvieto, nearby, nearby town, and they went into the, the, red, the red light district, for lack of a better term. You know, all sorts of things are going on. You name it, it's happening. A lot of sin. A lot of Lots sin. A lot, lot of, of sin. Um, Women of ill repute. And men of ill repute, probably. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, don't leave us men out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so it's it's not a good place. And his brothers look around expecting to see like demons everywhere orchestrating these things. No, there's only one demon causing all this chaos, all this falling apart, all this sin. Just one demon and really tiny one, too. And really not that important. And then Francis said, OK, I'm going to take you to where they're really at. And so they started walking back, and they, the brothers noticed they were walking back home to where they lived. And when they got there, when they got to their monastery, they saw demons spilling out of the windows, fall, just packed to the gills in there. And the brothers were all confused. It's like, Francis, why is it like this? And he said, because you're the front lines. You're it. You are the ones that they want. People who are... Low-hanging, low-hanging fruit. Hanging fruit low-hanging fruit. The dinos doesn't, of the world. Doesn't take much work. <laughs> yeah. But you're a harder to get. So stay out of church. Or? No, no, <laughs> no. So it's. I mean. It's, so what is, is it like a, for lack of a better, is it like a coup for a demon to get something a little higher up the food chain than I the low hanging fruit? I that's mean, what the does defi- he go back to the other demons and say, "I had the best day. You're not going to believe who I got." <laughs> well, so there's a great book by uh, C.S. Lewis. I called, was just going to say. Go ahead. What's it called? Has anybody read the Screw Tape Letters? Oh I, my god! I stopped gosh. at the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. No, no, you're to. missing out. All right. the screw Tape Letters. It okay. is the right. best book ever. Yeah, listen to it on audio. I was say, they have and it's, tape. it's it's a great oh. great Big book about tape that. From the 80s. So great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Screw Tape Letters, and it it kind of it kind of highlights that that a demon is my dear thrilled. Wormwood. Dear Wimward. Yeah. You can don't go for the ones that are low hanging. Go for the ones that think they're holy. Yeah. So it the ones who think they're holy. So that the fall is mm-hmm. even harder. Uh, 
That's where you want to go. And it's, oh, it's a fantastic It's a great book. book. Well, see, then, yeah. Highly recommend. This is the sacred part we're talking about. We want to get back to the scary. I do not think that I'm holy by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) So they're not after you. They're not after me yet. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) But should I want to, like, throw down a gauntlet, I just, you know what? Mary. You want to give a middle middle finger to uh, the demons? No. Start being holy. Really? That'll give him a middle finger. Now see that 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 makes me crazy because everybody thinks that I I, I should get more religion in my life. And honestly, in this past year, mm-hmm. with everything that's been going on crazy like, I have mm-hmm. gone down to my my icons that my mother made me put in the house. <laughs> and uh and, and I have actually had conversations. I, I, I guess it's prayer. It's but prayer. I, I I call them conversations with yeah. God and I've done it and I think I have stepped more into the okay you know what i'm out of answers yeah i'm not looking for answers but i what it's exactly what i told him i said i'm not looking i'm not looking for you to fix anything i'm just looking for you know open my eyes so i can see what right. i need to fix is what i what I, is what i say when i'm down there yeah you know so is that me being more holy you're and on it, the right and consequently as a result have, the, have i raised up the ire of the demons going like well, look who's look who's trying to go down a different path. A little bit, but at the same time, the more you walk towards God, the less they want to follow you. They they want to bring you down, but mm-hmm. makes uh, it's harder work for them. And have you always been a religious person? Oh no, I mean, so so raised Catholic, right? But uh, like dad's side of the family was East Coast wasps basically um yeah grandpa was a methodist minister so very ecumenical in our house ecumenical and uh so yes i would say we always went to church but uh we were social catholics basically it's the 70s and 80s we didn't really know i understand what you mean by social catholic it was the same coffee Greek orthodox church yep Yep. yeah people would go to church Almost as though they were just punching a card. Yep. Right. To, to to get the check that you know attended social attendance. Yeah. yeah. Or getting, they they would subsidy to send. Their there were some to people that were right there from the get go from the before the divine liturgy. Tax credits nice. The tax at the divine nice. liturgy. Yeah. Afterwards, and there were some people who would show up right before the sermon. You know, and mm-hmm. count. Yeah, he went to church. Okay, so I get that social Catholic. Right, and I was also the kid that was in the uh, like the catechism classes during high mm-hmm. school that would be like. So if this is true, you know, like I was the questioning kid, basically. which is great. I love which questioning was, kids. Oh funny. yeah, that was yeah. me. Yeah. So no. So uh, when you experienced this, this was this your first experience with something supernatural at the hotel, as uh, far as a demon, or as far has this as been something, something really like evil, basically? Something you know? that actually. Yeah, because you I felt think- something. Yeah. It, it bothered you. It affected you. Right. Because I think, you know, we all like if you are paying attention, you'll see strange things, you know, yeah. in your house or you'll see whatever um, right after a relative dies, like bells start to ring by themselves or things, you know, that sort of thing. Or or if you're in a really old house, we all have stories like that. Mm-hmm. This was probably the only time I can think of where it was just like, wow, this is pure evil. But I guess. I should say this. Sometimes, does anybody ever have the experience where you go in someplace and you're like, I, the energy in here is just, like, I just don't like this place. Um, it's just off. When I would, get out any faster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. When I was looking before I bought this house, mm-hmm. um, 
which, as I've said on many, many a podcast, supposedly has a, a spirit that pops in from time to time, the original owner. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at another house in Clintonville and had that foreboding feeling and uh, like something, no, something just ain't right. And I, right. I, I, something bad happened here. Yep. And turns out that something bad did happen there. It was not yet disclosed. Ooh. It wasn't a murder. Yeah. But something that we would classify as abusive and evil had happened in that home. And I, I felt it. I felt it. I like, I don't, don't want to be here. I mean, so the, the beautiful thing about a human being is that we're both material and spiritual. So the, not to use too much new agey terms, but the energy we put out affects a place. So if we're doing bad things, if we're causing pain and suffering and distress, a place absorbs that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's not a, we have an effect on where we live. I mean, not just on the environment, but I mean, going to a church that has been prayed in by people who believe in God and you can almost Mm -hmm. feel the prayer just radiating from the place. Or if you go into a place where a lot of pain has been, like an insane asylum from the 1800s or, you know, a place where a lot of like Auschwitz. You ever been to Auschwitz before, mm-hmm. Nino? And, and no, <laughs> like like everybody has. Well, well I don't know. know. Yeah. But, but honestly, I, I would yeah. if I ever had the opportunity to, well, to visit it for sure. I, I would yeah. I would love to. But no, I've never had the yeah. opportunity. I've not been there myself, but it's just countless stories of people coming back saying how heavy. Yeah, this yeah. place is not. Good. No, it's it's uh, it's still there. Yeah, a lot of tortured souls. What the, hold so, on, right? what is that? What is what? Do you have a cat? No, it's the oh, chair. Okay. It's all right, because all okay. right, because Nick and I just heard something, and it sounded like either a cat or a baby crying, and we both heard it. Yeah, and, was, and I was squeaky chair. Squeaky okay, chair. all right, all right, all right. Come on, dude. Okay. He's, he's trying to find spirits. <laughs> did you hear it? I saw you going in that direction. Yes, I yeah. did hear it, and I knew it was the squeaky chair. All right, <laughs> we did it. I heard. Well. You can't make me do it now. Uh, I didn't fart. I didn't fart. It was the chair. Do it again. I can't. It never, never, never works the second time. But yeah, I get what you're what you're saying. And um, like if it were the if it were the movies in that particular case, what happened in Cincinnati, you know, you would have checked out and and thought you were done. But then whatever evil was there would have followed you home. Yeah, followed you home. But you went to mass right away. You went to mass right away, so it didn't. Drove straight to church. Yeah, Yeah. so. So none of, none of that evil followed you. No, you didn't have any other incidents post Cincinnati where you felt the presence of any sort. No. Okay. Good. Not from that. Not from that. Not from but what? I, I truly no, no. I'm I'm saying not from that. But I really do believe that you can open yourself up. You know, like you can leave an opening, and you gotta like close which, that down. Which brings me to my next question. Yes. Um. I've had people, and I did not know this until we were talking right before the podcast, and I actually said to Father Nick, save it for the podcast because I find this fascinating. Um, I have felt that at some point, like I said, during this extremely tough year, mm-hmm. that there were just, there was, there was my, my friend Ralph Scott, mm-hmm. who's been on the podcast yes. before, uh, considers himself to be uh, somewhat of an empath mm-hmm. and, 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 and have a connection. He sees... He sees dead people. He has since he was a kid. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, and he sensed a presence mm-hmm. here in the house when my daughter was here that was bad and was trying to cause 
problems. So he said, I'm going to come over and I'm going to sage your house, the mm -hmm. inside, the outside. And he came in and walked through with the sage. And my daughter has also, who also believes in cleansing with sage, has done mm -hmm. that. I sit here and think, okay, that was a good move. I guess whatever. I don't know how much I believe in it, but if Ralph believes in it and my daughter believes in it, you know, what's the harm? You're telling me don't sage. So why? Right. Where do we begin? With oh, this? start from the beginning. So what the origin of sage in your house comes from being able to control the spiritual world, being able to say, I have power over this. Here's the problem with that premise. None of us can control the spiritual world. We can only engage with it. Just like I can't make it rain outside. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, and I can't make the sun. I can't make the sunrise right now. It's nighttime right now. Mm -hmm. I don't have that kind of power. The world has its own power. The spiritual world has a similar kind of thing. So what? So saging itself isn't the problem. It's the disposition that it puts someone in, saying, "I'm opening myself up to whatever may be out there, so I can control it and try to do something." With kind of it. taunting. Yeah. So. That's so it's not necessarily the saging or another example is Ouija boards or no. I've been watching The Exorcist more frequently. Uh, more frequently. <laughs> frequently. <laughs> Who says that? Well, okay. I mean, yeah, I watch it. Monday, it's his favorite movie. Yeah, it's Monday, Wednesdays, no. and Fridays. No, haven't you ever like every once in a while you'll catch a movie and you watch it more? You like almost study it. You, you, you're watching it more intently. More intently, and I've okay. watched like YouTube videos and stuff. And mm -hmm. there's a scene early on, and I never picked up on it. Maybe you guys mm -hmm. did. But there's a scene early on when she's in the Ouija board, and that's that's it. The the spirit, boom, says that's you, that's you. And she, he targeted Reagan and had sight set on it since the rest of the movie. But the Ouija board, and you know, I'm going to be the skeptic here to yeah. some extent. The Ouija board was a game that was created by, by Milton, Milton Bradley. Bradley. Wait, Bradley. I've got a story. I've yeah, got a story on the right. Ouija board and the little kid sleepover from the Catholic school. So it yeah. all relates, right? All right. Let's get off of this before the story or after the story. I'll tell you the story. All right. Let's right let's on. let's okay. connect. Let's connect so, the evil dots. Wait, are we yeah. done talking about saging though? I think we'll, we'll, no, no, we'll come we'll, we'll, we'll connect the sage. I'm not I got the evil dots. I got I got this. I got I got this. We're playing the Ouija board at the girls' sleepover. We're like eight or nine years old. This is not my house because my parents would not have that in there. And uh, so we're, you know, you're doing it and everything. Mm. And you think somebody else is moving it right. and everything. And uh, this whole thing, the spirit comes through that is supposedly my grandfather. Well, my grandfather, who was a minister, um, and I knew his first name. It was Doug, my brother's name, mm -hmm. everything. And it spells out for a first name, Rutherford. That's a pretty long name to spell yeah. out on mm -hmm. a Ouija board, right? Yeah, nine-year-old so, girls don't even know how to spell that word. Right, right. So you like Rutherford B. Hayes. So uh, I go home and I'm telling my grandma actually about it, and I'm like, ah, it's such a you know whatever, it's a crock. And it was saying that it was my grandfather, and I only had one dead grandfather. This was it, and it had like totally the wrong first name. And she's like, what did it say? And I'm like, Rutherford. <laughs> she's like, so you know your grandfather is R. Douglas mm -mm. Merriam. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. We're never playing that game again. Right. So, I mean, 
Milton now again, Bradley. This, I also know the history of Milton, Br- Milton Bradley and how they came up with it to sell something. But it's it's that whole disposition thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who play that really thinking that they're going to talk to a spirit. Right. And here's the thing about demons. They're fallen angels. They're incredibly intelligent. They know if it's information that's out there, they know it. They can't read your minds. That's not something that they can do. But they can read your emotions. They can take your temperature and see that you're having an emotional reaction to something and then try to lean in on that. If you've ever met like a hypnotist like that on the street, mm-hmm. they kind of use your body's cues and clues right. to tell you how to, you react to something. That's kind of what a demon does. And so they realize, oh, wait, if I pretend I'm this dead person's um, relative, I, 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 can, I can get away in and say, I, it's, it's my in. Yeah. yeah so That's my door. So it's just, it's more opening windows. So going back to saging, again, the practice itself is not a problem. It's the disposition that it makes people. It's where you're at in your head. Yes. So if you if you sage the house and you think, okay, I am fighting whatever evil is out there, you may be unintentionally also inviting it. Correct. Can I have a question? Sure. That just, sounds like a question. Just to push back on Yeah. That. So you said that saging is... A false sense of controlling the non-physical world, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I've seen the Ten Commandments plenty of times. Yeah. Painting the door jams red to so, control the the. Yeah, no. that, that's the fine line I was going to ask about. Keep going. So, 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 what's the difference? The difference right. there is that God commands it. Now you may say, "Well, then God's a spirit," and, and this is where faith and and stuff comes in on that is that well who do we believe is actually in charge do we believe that we're in charge do we believe that god is in charge and so but that's not controlling the angel that's just saying hey this is a family that has accepted the covenant of god so it's not controlling the non-physical world necessarily correct it's just a marker it's just a marker saying hey this is okay so what is plan b then if uh if if you say the actual saging is not the issue it's mm-hmm. the it's the frame of mind so what kind of frame in mind should i be in if i think that there's been evil in this house that's trying to to bring my family down well i have an answer but it is i'm the company man if you right. see what i'm wearing I understand. So, I understand. I understand. Um, but i want i want the company answer so yeah. it's good on you, i'm going yeah. i'm going straight to the collar okay. father great Go. so we believe that god is goodness not that he is just good or that he is something that is good he is goodness itself that if anything is good it belongs to god it comes from god it is from god's substance and so to protect your families, to say if you're like, okay, I want to bring goodness into this home, Mm -hmm. we go right to the source of goodness. We ask God to be in that home. We say, Lord, this, this, this home belongs to you. Whatever does not belong to you that is here in this home, cast it out. Um, You know, um, that sounds fairly simple, but also very sincere. Yeah, but also, I mean... I, I mean, you're a reasonable man. I, you know that there's a large portion of the world that isn't Catholic. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there, but there's other but, good but gods. But that doesn't strike me as just Catholic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that that's seems, a good. That's a goodness. That just, that just seems yeah. like it would it would work across the board. Yeah. So, but that so if we're going to talk about the other religions and stuff like that, I can. The thing is, if anything is good, 
it because it belongs to God. So if anything is true, good, or beautiful, it has its origin in God. Now, that might make people who are of other religions angry that I'm saying anything good about your religion comes from God. But what do you want me to say? Right. Um, but yeah, you nailed it on the head. It's, I have know, another it's... goodness question. Sure. And it's kind of like in the realm with the whole energy and mm-hmm. everything that we're talking about. So we're talking about like people seeing things and ghosts yeah. and whatever. Has anybody heard about how sometimes children see things that adults don't necessarily see? Yes. Yes. Okay. My daughter. Yes. My okay. daughter has seen things yes. that, that I've never seen. And right. And well, they... I mean, but I, Jesus talks about that too. You must have childlike faith in order to and embrace. Is, and is it is it because of their innocence and their faith that they're able to see well, things more Well, if you, tell, if you tell, I mean, I made the mistake of breaking the news about Santa to some fifth and sixth graders a couple what, years ago. You did, them a, what, what, did, what, 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 did what, them a favor. Good move. Did I do them a favor? You did them a favor. What? I had some fifth, mean letters sent well, to me. Well, fifth and sixth yeah. graders, I mean, they, they they believe that was a good run for them. I found out when I was in kindergarten that was a good run. I found out when I was in kindergarten. Yeah, I did too. I so, found out early. Yeah. In fact, um, I came to the conclusion myself. Yeah, right. When my father put up a cardboard chimney yeah. in, the, in the living room when we didn't have a fireplace and told me that Santa was going to come down this and I'm like, You're like oh. bullshit. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that the guy I saw at Tobacco Land at Sears, <laughs> no yeah, that's, that's where Santa was. He was at Tobacco Land. <laughs> he was at Tobacco Land and Sears. This is back in the sixties hey, when smoking Santa, was cool yeah, and hip. Exactly. And Santa was hey, set up kid, have some carcinogens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll shoot your eye out. Here, yeah, get yeah. some lung cancer. I don't believe it. that guy that I saw at Tobacco Land is going to come down. This is no Santa. So, but most children, if you tell them something good, they'll, they'll they want to believe it. They want to believe sure. it. Some, you know, tell them about something good. They're going to embrace it. If you say, hey, there's this person who's going to, who's watching whether or not you've been good or bad, yeah, no. they're more inclined to believe that. There's they're that, less cynical. You know, right. All that. There's yeah. less cynicism. There's less sort of an expectation to be let down, you know. And so kind of talking about like mm-hmm. kids seeing things that adults might not see, that is, I mean – a, I don't want to say like being young is somehow a virtue, but, but, but I think they're at an age also they don't know how to interpret things that usually could be explained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then their imagination is so vivid that they could. They, they can probably most times well, they would see if they saw something. Yes, but if most of the time I think it would be something. That no, they just I'm, still, can't explain. I'm, I'm inclined no, no, no. to believe that as we get older, we we, we do become we more jaded it. and cynical and so right, forth, and I'm as saying. a result, have those negative energies. Yeah. We're we're not as open, like you said, as open as the children. I, I totally believe that. I was going to say the example that I was thinking of happened at church. Oh. There it is. Okay. And uh, this was when our our son, Noah, was really young. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like maybe so I wasn't three in the picture yet. or something. I don't think you were. Yeah. Uh, but same church. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there on a Sunday, and there's a baptism going on. And so, you know, the family goes up near the font and everything. And there's the parents, and then there's a godparent on e- either side. Mm-hmm. And he said, who are all those people? And oh, wow. I mean, oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's like the godmother, and that's the godfather. And he's like, but who are all the other people around them? Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah. I, I actually told the family afterwards that he had said that. I mean, you're, he, when I, you're surrounded by the angels and saints at every moment of your day. And that's that right. goes back to what I was saying about like the, the Catholic belief. Like, 
if you believe in that, how could you not believe in spooky things in the basement? Right. right? Exactly. So, but what we tell people is, you know, oh, I talked to the ghost of my great grandmother. Right. Be careful about that. Sure. Like, we're not trying to 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 crap on the memory of your great grandmother here, but um, so who did they speak to? Well, but to your we point, it could, be, it could be anybody. But Jack Daniels. But, but, it's, but, but it's from the same world. It's like it's like Marvel universe. Like, yeah. The, the, so, the saints and the bad guys, they're there. That's a, that's an interesting connection between this and the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Yeah. It's true. It's really, hey, I it's got a, it. I, mean, I, I get it. It's it very nice really connection. It's yeah. very good. It's very, very proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What did your daughter see? What did my daughter see? Yeah. My daughter has seen, um, in this house, she saw the old man that said, well, I didn't know at the time, but she saw an old man sitting at the foot of my bed. Mm-hmm. And I thought uh, it was, you know, when she described him, I thought it was my grandfather who had passed away years ago and was because she the way she described him. Then later, when we, you know, went on and found out that supposedly when we had a spiritualist on the show, this is before your time, before your time, Hansberry. Right. right we right, we did right. a show from this house and there was a spiritualist who said that uh, there is a. An entity that that is still here, and she said his name is Bill, and yeah, and and I looked up the, the original deed because I have the whole you know big pile of papers from the house, and the original owner his first name was Bill. Wow. And uh, and my daughter said she saw an old man sitting on my bed smoking a cigarette. And I went upstairs immediately and see if I could smell any cigarette smoke up there, but there wasn't. But she saw him smoking a cigarette, and and then she's seen other things too. She's seen um. Or at least she thinks that she's seen her uh, great grandmother, before, you know, after she passed away, and times where she thought she saw her grandmother, who she was very, very close to. In fact, she called her mom, not grandma. Mm-hmm. She called her mom. That was that, that was that close of a relationship. So she, but as she's gotten older, to bring up our other point, mm-hmm. those moments have been less and less. These were all when she was younger. Yeah. You know, and not a, not even a child, high school, mm-hmm. maybe even in college. But the older she gets, it seems like uh, the less those types of things have happened. Mm-hmm. And you say, you know, be careful. You know, you didn't. I saw I saw my great great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you tell them that they did see? Well, or, I, I or, don't what, I don't try to to scare them or anything. I just say let's let them be okay. Consider it a blessing. And move on. But what do you think but they saw be, then? Right? It mean, could be. It, it could, could be. It could be. But if they try interacting, mm-hmm. it could be something that is dressed up. It's just like another scary movie where they're like, "Come here, little kid." Uh, dressed up yeah, as yeah, the yeah, great, yeah. great, great, yeah. great grandmother, and yeah. really to gain their trust. So the, the yeah. demon hey. knows this is you, what they look like. This is the what they down, look yeah. like. And the demon knows. Oh, they, that person has huge affection and mm. love and sadness. Yeah. For the, for the so yeah. I'm gonna. It's I'm like Inception. The, we all need our yeah. like Inception thing to be like, "What's your thing?" And then you yeah. can ask. It's it, like it, the like old in, lady in The Shining too, yeah. where she's in the bathtub. Yeah, 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 yeah. She wasn't she was a hot crazy. naked babe. <laughs> <laughs> need to go to confession, Greg. <laughs> not for, not demon, for that movie. Not for that movie. <laughs> I'm talking about demons here. Right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just busting your chops. Uh, how long have you been? How long have you been a Catholic priest now? Uh, six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. And in the course of those six years. Uh, and we're going to go back to something near and dear to Hansberry. Have you ever been involved <laughs> with the possessed or had to uh, invoke the rites of exorcism? 
Um, so I am not an exorcist. Um, now, is that, that a, is that like that's a special office in the church? Special office, but it does exist. It does exist. It does exist, and is it a special track. training? Yes, track it's, it is special sort? training. Like so, every diocese has an exorcist um, assigned to it. One that, but no one knows the identity of the exorcist. Really, wow. except it's like the, the bishop person on the plane. Yeah, right. Who like is the, cop the... On the plane? Yes. Yeah. So the only person who knows who the air marshal is the only person who knows who the exorcist is is the bishop and the exorcist. And so let's say let's say I'm in a parish and I get a phone. So if it was you, oh yeah, would you you even tell tell us? No, I wouldn't. It might be him. No, I'm not that holy. Yeah. Um, How long of a track is it to become an exorcist before you? I don't know. You don't know because you're not an exorcist. Correct. He's got all these right answers. I went for my own play. How dangerous of a track is it? I think if I was Catholic, so, that's a line of work I'd go into. Yeah, too. that sounds exciting. Straight to the top. Well, but the thing is, it's really not that. So it's Hollywood sensationalizes sure. it. Sure, it's really not that exciting. Now, I knew a priest who was an exorcist, um, and he wasn't trying to brag, but he talked about like he gave a conference on it and talked about it and. It's really there are moments where it is dangerous because you got to make sure you're go you are going to confession as often as you can you know being free from sin making sure that you're not the one who's mm, casting out demons you're the one who's just invoking God's power to say free this person from pain free this person from this infliction so let's say hypothetically I'm in a parish and I get a phone call. Now I've gotten these phone calls before where someone says, father, I think my house is possessed or I think I'm possessed. Mm -hmm. I, so the church who invented the scientific method, by the way, um, will go through what's first physical, emotional, and then to the spiritual. We have, we actually have a form for this. So I usually start out as like, how much sleep have you been getting? Oh, I only get, three or four hours of sleep a night. Right. Okay, that's a problem. You yeah, know, you're you can, sleep deprived. You're sleep deprived. How much food and water are you getting? <laughs> oh, I eat a lot and I, and I drink enough water. Okay. Um, what kind of psychedelic drugs are you on? <laughs> are you on any prescription medication or are you taking any recreational drugs? Now, I'm not a mandatory reporter in this sense, but... Oh, but these are, these are questions you got to rule everything yeah. out. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of go through that list and most of the time it stops at sleep deprivation, stress... Or, frankly, just doing a lot of hard drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three things that could probably manifest uh, just seeing things, seeing things, hallucinations. hallucinations. And so, if if those questions can be answered in the positive, saying yes, they par- they partake in those things or suffer from these things, we generally say you're not suffering from an exorcism. You need you need help. You need to get it together, bro. Yeah. You need a vacation. You yeah. need uh, you, you need, need you need eight hours of sleep. Yeah, or you need to go to rehab. Yeah, like call the Lowensteins. So, mm-hmm. um, now, but let's say we go through all those questions, right? And then we get to the spiritual. I had one time where they said no. To, the only thing they said that they did was they smoked a lot of weed, and I said, well, maybe stop smoking the weed, and we can maybe have some. But let me, since you've only answered that one question, let me just ask a few others. Um, do you go to church? Oh no, I don't go to church. Okay, well. Maybe start going to church. Do you pray? I don't really believe in Godfather. All right. Wait, they're there for an exorcism? They're there, but they came to you. Yeah, and that's what I said. So Legit. wait Legit. a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. What? This well, doesn't track. This doesn't track. <laughs> Can't have one without the other. Yeah, and he said, well, I just figured you might know what to do. Yeah, you need to believe in God, and then we'll go from there. Thanks. Um, 
We're done here. We're done. Thanks, buddy. I mean, thanks for calling, but uh, try again next time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we. I didn't like hang up on the guy, but we. <laughs> but really, I mean, parted you know, ways. There, yeah, there's no sense going any further. I yeah. mean, you, you got to believe in God for any of this other stuff that I'm bringing to the table to, to make sense, make sense or work. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that that gives power to it, but it's just like this means nothing to you. So. It's so interesting that someone can believe that there's evil Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, possessions of some sort, but on the same, on the other half of it, doesn't believe in God, even though they come from the same. Well, most of the time I think it's that they're trying to put the cart before the horse and blame their problems, not Mm -hmm. on themselves, Mm -hmm. but on some external reality. Um, It's my wife's fault. A question from the, from, from Chip. Yeah. Hi, Father. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> long-time long listener. So, long-time listener, long first-time time caller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first-time Catholic, long-time believer in God. Yeah. <laughs> so at what point in the questions does it get to a point where uh, you have to uh, reach out to the exorcist? And how do you do that? Because you don't know who it is. So thank you. It's, it's like I put you in the crowd to ask that question. <laughs> That's a great question. So No, that is. Yeah. That's a um, good-looking question. Yeah. So basically, if I determine that, okay, we've got to to quote uh, the Ghostbusters, we've got a live one. Mm-hmm. Um, you I know, knew that would come into play sooner or later. He says Oba Shiba. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the the first thing I do is that if they can't say the name of Jesus, like if they actually struggle saying that, or they're struggling to even pray, like. Where the where the words aren't can't even come out of their mouth, it's like okay we've we've got a problem here. Mm-hmm. There are some prayers that all priests can pray to as like invoking God's power to you know purify and stuff like that. But we call those minor exorcisms. They're not they're not the the whole they're full not the nuclear deal. option. Right, right. They're right. just minor prayers. Drone strike. Yeah, not even that. They're oh, more okay, like okay. a. Um, like a telemarketer uh, spike where okay. they just call in and try to annoy them out. Right. Okay. Um, but let's say it determines, okay, this is beyond <laughs> my ken. I have no idea what to do here. So I just call downtown. You call the bishop. Call the bishop and I say, we've got a live one. We've, I've got a problem. He says, great. Give me the information. You know, here's a form for you to fill out. It's kind of bureaucratic in that sense so that they just have because it's the church. It's the church. It's, you know? it's where, where there's two or three people there, five red tapes will be. Um, so we have to Catholic joke. submit that. Thank you, Greg. Um, we have to submit that the information so they can reach out. And then it's they say, thank you, Father. We'll take care of it. And then it's out of your hands. Then it's out of my hands. So okay, the bishop done. calls the exorcist. The ex- then. So even if it's somebody in your parish, they're just. You're, so you won't be part. Could you, yeah, you, you be called yeah. upon or no? You won't. Tag along with the exorcist. And to a trench coat and rain. and, and yeah. yeah, so it, it's... And it... Because the, the whole... Father Nick. Even though it's real, but we don't want to sensationalize it. Because what do people do when something seems exciting? They want to go it. after it. Right. And we really don't want people doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the example I used with you, what do you know about electricity, Do you know? Right. Not much. But you use it every day. Right. And would I you take it for granted? Would you dig into a box? No, I would not. You would call a professional. Yeah, I would. So it's in the same same, same sense. Is it always 
The devil? Um, well, the devil is a fallen angel, and he is the the was the high so um i guess i, w- I w- want to talk about this the devil is not equal to god the devil is a creature good to know um evil has no substance of itself what makes evil evil is that it's a good that is supposed to be there so the more that a good is missing the more evil it is black white Light so evil is good. The lack of goodness. Lack of the goodness. lack of goodness. The lack of good. Evil is the lack of, but evil of, of something that should yeah. be good. So good is all the good stripped away, and yeah. So evil would be the it's there. The lack of evil, but it still exists. It still exists. Um, you following this? I I am. Have you had to escalate yet? No, I have not. What does escalate mean? I mean, like escalate up. You know, like the, he used the call center. He used the call center no, thing. So like, I know a priest who has, but okay. I don't really know. And, and what's the data? Uh, can we see the spreadsheet on this one? Uh, no, like I mean, does this happen once a year, ten times a so year, to be once honest, a decade? To be honest with you, I don't know, and I don't think anybody who does know would want to tell you, because again, you don't want to sensationalize what, why, it, like why bother with it like that'd be like so i mean it's that study that's been done you know if you feed people news about murders every day all hour every hour Mm -hmm. might be talking about reality here what's the disposition of those people gonna be right yeah and then but then if you take those take a different group of people and then just feed them good news well i mean and then you i mean that's that's the whole thing you go to church every sunday and you're just full of of the good, yeah. And but so, what are you? Am I want to go. I want to go back to that, to that, to the social Catholics for a second. Well, if you're just going in to put your time in, I think that's does does that's, 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 does. <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't mean to cartoon it. Yeah, yeah. But does evil going like? No, not yeah. there. Not there for real. Just wait not for there. him to get out. Right. Well, I mean, there's one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, devout. The not Easter so devout. lady. She's here for Easter. Yeah. Nah. That's just yeah. Per- per- that's well, we call them uh, C and E Catholics. Uh, C and E Catholics. Christmas and Easter Catholics. Christmas and Easter Catholics. Yeah. Highlights. <laughs> they they occupy people's seats that mm-hmm. have been there all year. How fa- how strong is your faith, Anne? Oh Lord. <laughs> what a question. Wow. Ask with your priest. Yeah. How wow. strong is your faith, Anne? <laughs> well, no, I, maybe a better question. How how strong do you think your faith is? Oh gosh. That is such a hard question. I, I, I would like to think it's. I mean, my observation. I mean, you, you've, you've raised your son. You, uh, you know, it sounds like you attend, you know, service regularly. Uh, <laughs> only when she sees it's ghosts. It's great. It's great. No, no, no. No, I, uh, no. We were we were super involved actually. Man, you'll be the first to say you don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> here, here, you can have a strong faith without being there every Sunday. There, there, he's got it. No, because <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think. That somebody who goes to church every Sunday is necessarily of a stronger faith than you if that person is just going to put in the time. Right. As opposed to someone who goes to a church when they feel they they have the the calling or the, or, yeah. or the desire to go. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was talking to, to, maybe it was on a previous podcast. I can't remember. I was talking to these guys. I, you know, I want to go see... Um, my priest back in Steubenville, who's retired, he's in a, a assisted living facility, but he's mm-hmm. still alive. And and he was the priest that I remember growing up with. He had a great sense of humor. 
He had, he was a smart man. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I saw him later in life, he asked me if I was going to church on a regular basis. And I said, no, Father, I can't lie to you, I'm not. I go, but every once in a while, I said, every once in a while, I like to go, and I do this when I'm, mm -hmm. when I'm traveling as well. Uh, I like to go into churches. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, even here, I'll go into a church, not necessarily a Greek Orthodox church, just a church. Feels like home. And I go in and I sit and I just, I, tell, I told I told Mega, I just sit and I, and I just think. And he told me that is the most sincerest form of prayer that there is. Because you're there, you, you went there because you wanted to go there. And whatever you're thinking, you're calling it thinking. But, you know, in essence, he says that, that he goes, that's, that's good enough for me. Mm -hmm. If if you go because you wanted to go, not because you felt you had to go. And that's right. the difference between obligation and desire. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, we do have obligations in the church because, I mean. Holy we, days of well, them. Well, I have a, <laughs> Anne probably knows this phrase, but I always say, don't think of holy days of obligation as days you have to go to church. Holy Look at it as days you get, get to go. To go to get to by to a priest. Because <laughs> if you don't go to church that day, you get to go to confession oh, before geez. getting communion. There's always that one in December that we all miss. Immaculate Conception, Darn. December 8th. Yeah. And oh, oh, will you look at me? I don't know. I was probably being Yeah, well, I mean, you. going back to the whole confession thing, you Everything. seem like that. You, you struck me as someone that, uh, and, and I might be wrong, that, that uses that as your out. Is that your out? Uh, well, that, you go, you get the clean you get the clean slate, and then you go back uh, to doing think, whatever you do? Um, no, that's a great question. You talk about faith. Uh, I, I'm i always looking for an excuse for no matter what I'm doing. <laughs> right. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, 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 no. Just like, uh, yeah, my to out. Bare and, minimum. Um, I think I th I think um, if you, and this is just my uh, observation I think it, people who are outside of the Catholic Church look at the, uh, Catholicism. I'm outside the Catholic Church and I. I but and, I well, I'm not saying everybody, but it's like no, oh yeah. It, it, what do you call it? The um, pick and choose the, the cafeteria, yeah. the cafeteria style. Yeah. You know, like uh, oh yeah, well, I can get away with this because of X Y Z or like uh, oh. I don't have to go to church every every Sunday because I know God loves me no matter what. And no, I, I know go, just how yeah, bad I am yeah, for and, not and being And I'm going to go. I'll go. And I, <laughs> but I know he's going to love me no matter what. Yeah. And even a priest is going to tell me, go to church, you asshole. But you're right. <laughs> I, in fact, I think that was the text I yeah, sent you yeah. once. So, uh, so <laughs> I can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to answer your question, I think yes. I don't want to say it's an out, but it's this comforting safety net to know that, like, and maybe that's one reason why I have stayed uh, faithful because I it's like this safety net where I can be like, oh, no matter how much I fuck up, at least I got you know like I, I got can, a place to go. Yes, yes, Father Nick's number on and, speed and, dial. And that's and, and that's my you know uh, I I think of you know there's the vengeful God, vengeful God. I think of of the yeah. compassionate Jesus and the compassionate God where I can be on my last legs of and and uh, and I, there's somewhere where I could go. Mm -hmm. But that's not an excuse to well being to, to go uh, down that path. Greek Orthodox, which is a form of Catholicism, mm -hmm. we've discussed that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I'm completely outside the Catholic no, Church. Yeah. But uh, can I go to confession? You can go to confession to your priests. Can I go to your? Can I go to a Catholic church? And because I see the the neon sign right up here on High yeah. Street, it says confessions. Uh, such and such a day, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. So that is a complicated question. It's a good question. It's a sacrament, but it like, is, what it, do you have to do before you? So now, but process. this is where we get into human law stuff yeah. because the head of your church 
said F you to the head of my church and mm-hmm. the head of my church said F you to the head of your church. Correct. I remember. And we split. Um, we, I technically can't hear your confession because your boss says don't play with that, those kids over there. But if you don't open with that line. However, that said, <laughs> if you don't have any other opportunity or like, man, I really want to go to confession, but I can't find an Orthodox priest. Mm-hmm. A, a Latin priest will... If I go, if that, were, if that situation were to that occur, would the, would, would the priest ask me, are you Catholic? Never. No. Would he, never. He, never. He would never no. ask. No. But so it would never come up. Because then mm-mm. I'd have to lie and then I'd have to toss that into the confession. And yeah. also, yeah. I just lied about so, five But it might be a little <laughs> different because... <laughs> be my last one. <laughs> but anything else, anything else, my son? Yeah, I lied about being Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Okay. Well, I might ask for, but so it's a little different um, in in your faith tradition. You guys go up to the sanctuary, right? And you basically whisper. You mean you're not like shouting at the top of no, your lungs? No, I've gone to confession that you're way. You're right there. Um, but in the Latin churches, which I'm the Western Church, the Roman Catholic Church, we have our boxes. Right. We have our confessionals. So. And because of COVID, we you can't even have that anymore. Yeah. yeah, we we do have face to face, but with COVID yeah. and um, protecting my rear end, oh, we don't I, have that anymore. Well, you can if you make an appointment. That way, I can have a window. And um, <laughs> what do you do on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. uh, but Who but most of the time, make anything an appointment of the for that, like, scheduled times, then you know, mm-hmm. Sunday before four o'clock mass. Yeah, yeah. before uh, mass or Saturday, or yes, Saturday. There you go. Um, and a few times a year, there's the big ones. Yes, but yeah. that's the cattle call. You the just show ones. up and you do. Okay, so there's there's few... penance services. Yeah, and stuff they'll like do that. like a penance service where, where they... there be multiple here's, priests. Here's yeah. the beauty of it: they bring in priests from not your church. Yeah, that, I've always over. done that. They don't know you. Until you want to get in that line, get in the line. <laughs> but here's for the but guy are you who getting, doesn't are you know. Getting the absolution. You get you, the real thing. It's you, the you, same I, does deal. Does it feel as good though? Oh yeah. Don't like, you feel like you're like, putting something over on somebody? No. Like no, no, I no. want that priest. He doesn't no. know me. I don't. A priest will do because like they can actually trace their lineage all the way back to Jesus. So like Jesus trained these guys and these. It, it counts. It's like all the way through. It though, totally though, counts. But I, and they don't know you. What I will say about that is that there's this lovely thing called the seal of confession. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I'm one, I'm not going to remember people's sins. And frankly, they're not that Even interesting. Wonder. No, I don't. He, I, will, I, I, I remember will, you asked him this question on the last podcast. It's some whiskey. really juicy they're stuff. They're probably all the same. And no, we're not going to talk about them on a podcast. But yes. I am guessing, I am guessing that like if you boil down confession, you hear like the same seven things over and over again. And everybody thinks they're unique. I can neither confirm nor deny. But, but I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. asking. But, I'm, but I, that's my guess. No, at that point, because if you, I think you're, yeah. if you're in real deep shit, you're going to like take an effort to schedule like a, you know what I mean? You're going to like, you're going right. to show up to the office to, to or really you might not, I mean, like, or you're not going to go. Or the, <laughs> the beautiful thing too, is that if I ever hear a doozy like that, I'm not shouting out my lungs. You did what with who? <laughs> So, I mean, it's just like, okay, usually my line is anything else. Um, Wait, right. if you guys finish what you have, I brought the teeniest, and I won't even pour off of this, but I brought a, I brought the lab sample. We're going to bring, the, we're going to try the lab sample, of the but just as far as the conversation today. goes, I'd like to close on, 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 oh, yes. on, on both the scary, the scary and the sacred mm-hmm. all in one, if you would. So yeah. if you've been holding back, so bring it. Some of the scariest things to consider 
is that we aren't alone. That, you know, there's no such thing as an isolated human being. Even a person in the room by themselves is surrounded by things they cannot see. So. Can they feel them? They can't. I mean, some people might have the gift, too. Um, but, you know, we always have to test those things, you know. And not to go all scripture on it, but, you know, St. Paul says, test everything. If it doesn't claim God as God, leave it alone. So do we live in a multidimensional world then? We don't know. I mean, there are th- here's the other thing, too. The church has the, the world's leading astronomical observatory in the world. We, people say, oh, so you believe in extraterrestrials? We don't know. Right. I mean, there's a lot about this universe that we don't know. It's really big. It is huge. So, you know, we can't just... Whenever we think like, oh my gosh, it's so unknown, I'm going to stay scared. Yeah, this world is big. But we don't have to remain in fear. Like, we may not be by ourselves, but we do have hope. There's always a way out. There's no one that's ever a lost case. So if we ever find ourselves stuck in the scary, Mm -hmm. we don't have to stay there. You know, in... We talked about, like, not opening ourselves up and stuff like that. And I just want to preface this. I'm not trying to say people are bad, you know, because we're all made in goodness. You know, we all have dignity. But there are bad people. There are bad people who make bad choices. Um, And there are evil people. There are evil people. Um, But I also want to recognize, because I can just hear someone says, he doesn't know anything about staging. It's like, well, we just haven't talked about everything yet. And Mm -hmm. we're trying to, you know, recognize that this world is bigger than what we can see. But let's try to keep things simple. Let's not try to overwhelm ourselves with things we don't know. Because if we did that, we would never leave our homes. And we saw what never leaving our homes has done to us over the last year and a half. Right. So. Some. It's it's affected some. Yeah. I've also seen some people prosper from it. Yeah. I've seen seen good and I've seen the good and the bad. Good and the bad. So it's just isolated yeah. with with ourselves or our families yeah, yeah. It just never be and so what i would say to take from the unknown is don't be caught up in it be open to however it might unfold so i and i mean you might not be qualified to answer this question but uh speaking of that past year mm-hmm. i went through a severe bout of depression mm-hmm. is 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 that would that be a a chemical thing in my system or that be or 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 was that evil taking its shot at me it can be both and well and if i was depressed is that a good is that a good in for evil to to kind of so sweep the, in and say let's get him while he's down right i am not an ex i'm not a and i said and, and i said yeah. it might not be a fair question um but i can say you know because we live in both a physical and spiritual reality. You know, the world is more than what we can just see. There's, it can be a both, a both and. It can be both be a chemical or environmental thing. Mm-hmm. And it could also be what sorts of things are we opening ourselves up to spiritually? Like, what sort of support do we have? You know, because we're fundamentally relational creatures. We were made to be in relationship. As soon as we start existing, we automatically have relationships. With our parents, with our cousins, with our brothers and sisters, with people. So that relationship 
should be supportive. And so it, also the relationship in the spiritual world should be supportive. And if we're not getting that support, that can also hurt us. So I know I kind of gave a non-answer to no, your no, question. No, 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 no. You gave um, an answer. You but, gave, as, 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 as equipped as you can be to give the answer you gave. Yeah, so there are psychological realities that need to be addressed by you know medication or change of environment or counseling but there are also realities where you can do those things but if you're not caring for that spiritual side of yourself there's no or the same thing if you're just caring for the spiritual side of yourself and you're not taking your medicine and you're not getting the counseling you need you're not getting the help you need no matter how much praying you do you're still going to experience pain you're mm -hmm. still going to experience the disease of of depression because it is it is a condition that one needs help with. We can't just say shoulder it, oh, get over it. That's um, that's uh, what uh, I'll say. In, in the in the short amount of time I've known you in the last few years, uh, I've I've been impressed by your your confidence and your oh. and, and and no, seriously. I'm full of it. <laughs> no, 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 you need to be. But uh, have you ever been scared? Oh yes. Have you ever been frightened? Oh. Have you ever been and have you ever like oh. This might be bigger than me. Yeah, all the time. What happened? Um, I'm still alive. You know, there are times where, I mean, uh, being kind of personal Have you here, ever confronted something that you said, oh my God, this is true evil. And I don't know if I'm yeah, up to the challenge. Yeah, I have. You know, not, but it was taken out of my control. You know, they never came back. They never, you know, I just had are to. Are you at liberty to discuss that or not? Um... I don't want to. I don't want to pry into it, it your personal it has, matters. It has to do with the safety of some people, so I'm okay. not going to go into Fair too enough. much detail. Fair enough. But we had somebody come on campus once demanding certain things, and I had to be the one to kind of stall. That. Like, mm -hmm. no, they were saying things that they were Satan's spouse, and you know, all like all sorts of things, and they wanted to. We had a school, and they wanted to take one of the children, and all, and I just had to stall them and talk with them and they were i mean i don't want to say that they were strict evil they could have just been off their meds but it was certainly a, frightening it was a point in the back of my head i was going well this is yeah Hail Mary. <laughs> i was that's that's i was yeah. saying in the back of my, under my breath and then when the when um we had to call the police because this person had to be escorted off our property um, that's when it was taken out of my hands. And they said, I'll be back, I'll be back. And I kind of... Felt that they might Yeah, I mean, I was back, scared. Or at least what they... Yeah, because it was... A, putting it was, out there. It was a back. small town, and so... I'm now, but the thing is, I'm... I'm not the kind of person that likes waiting around. I don't like waiting for things to happen. So if I suspect something's going to happen, I'll try to be proactive and prepare. So I made a few phone calls and said, Hi! I'd like you to just drive around the block a few times. And sure. Just make sure, keep an eye on the place. And you, Anne? Evil? I try to avoid it, but I feel like... You feel like you've ever come across it? You know, I, I feel like in different situations, you just kind of like get a sense of different situations, you, places, you, energy, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you mentioned, has anybody ever gone to a room? And right. it, it felt like you were gonna talk about something that happened mm -hmm. that you went into a room and felt something i don't know if we ever got to what it was did we 
I, I mean, but I feel like that happens all the time. Okay. I feel like it happens with people. And what people do you feel and... when that happens? What, 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 what is there a sense of dread? Is there a sense of fear? I feel Apprehension? like everything in your body says, get out, basically. Mm. Like, not here, not now. This is not, you know, it's just kind of a time to go. So you have felt that? That sort of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. I will say when I walk into a place like that, um, the thought that always comes to mind and uh, it's always, it's always. I feel like it's the Lord speaking. It's like I ordained you. If they kill you, you're fine. Just keep walking. You know, you have nothing to fear. You know, it's not a fear. Yeah, it's just, it's it's more of a like oppressiveness. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. This is t- not where I want to be. I remember taking my friends to a house my family, uh, extended family has in Southeast Ohio, and as soon as we took them up to the house, my friends were like. We're not going in there. We're oh, yeah, not going said, in there. You said you own a, your family owns a haunted house. Yes, it is. It has been haunted. And, but the thing is, whatever's there likes my family, so they don't bother us. So it works out. Yeah. So ghosts just, aren't always bad. They just don't. No, I've always said. I, you know, right. I, I've said it repeatedly. I wish that the ghost here was actually a ghost that I could see and talk to. I we could get along. You would have him on the podcast. I would have him on the podcast. I would, uh, you know, I would, I would. He may uh, be staying away right now. He might, he might be, right? <laughs> but, but I would kind of welcome, you know, uh, the, mm-hmm. the Hollywood version of a ghost. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, there's Whoopi a. Whoopi Goldberg? Huh? Whoopi Goldberg? Not Whoopi Goldberg. Bill I mean, Cosby? Not, nothing, nothing, not, Whoopi was Whoopi Goldberg a, a ghost? No, she channeled. She channeled no, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. She channeled. She was the she medium. She talked to Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're thinking of Bill Cosby and Dad. I threw you off. Yeah, yeah. Bill, uh, ghost Dad? Ghost Dad, yeah, Ghost, ghost Dad. Dad. That's what I'm thinking about. No, I'm not. <laughs> no one's thinking of that movie. No, I think about TV shows that I grew up with, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. There was a very distinguished <laughs> gentleman and ghost, and, and, I, and I think about a show that's coming on uh, mm-hmm. this week on CBS called Ghosts, where uh, this couple buys this... Uh, uh, not buys inherits this estate and, it, and it's haunted and it's got and she sees the ghost and they're all very colorful and mm-hmm. clever and and witty and yeah. and That's you know I would I would kind of welcome like, that it's like Herman's head but with ghosts yeah. right it, yeah. yes exactly yeah. I mean like the th- it's something that that we just don't know so it's just I always tell people if they say oh we have ghosts in our house I just say just be careful <laughs> just be careful that's like someone tells me. You know, oh, I, I've got a Rottweiler in the house. Great. Be Just careful. be careful. Okay, yeah, I mean, I would love it if I if I was yeah. if I was here and had a huge fight with my with my uh, girlfriend, my mm-hmm. significant other, and she stormed out. I would love for the ghost to pop up like that. Didn't go well. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like a sitcom. Exactly. You know, and then like a, <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I know. What did I do wrong? <laughs> well, from where I sit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, but further to that, like, okay, uh, where's that? What's the trigger of, okay, you say, all right, okay, just be careful. You think your house is out. Where do you say, oh, shit, you need some help? Are you courting it? Mm-hmm. That's So, like, if it. you're, like, trying uh-huh. to invite something in. I'm yeah. not, like. Or, but even yeah. if you're not, like, if, uh, where's it, Again, I mean, we're going from the Hollywood. Uh, well, if you know, if all of a sudden the, the the windows start opening and the so if it disturbs whatever. your lifestyle or the way or your your quality of life, you should do something about it. You know, and maybe not light a bunch of candles and get a Ouija board. Yeah, yeah maybe not. not. Yeah, maybe that's do, not do something the... about it. Not yourself, right? Correct. Right. Bring in some help, professional. 
You know, get the house blessed. Yeah. yeah. How are we and doing on time, Hansberry? We're, we're way over. About a oh. Uh, How far 20. over? Always. Oh. Hour 20. Oh. We're an hour and 20? <laughs> sure. Yeah. One more question yeah. from Chip. Hi. Uh, Hi. <laughs> Long time listener. What's your name, sir? What is your name? <laughs> Hi, Chip Cosell. Where are you from? Uh, Lake Wynn, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the perfect voice. Wait, did you uh, come all the way down? No, no, no. I live here. I'm oh, from Lakewood. Right. Okay. I'm over there in Worthington. Yeah. Um. So, what's more scary? Uh, you were you just you were talking about uh, being in a room, but you're not alone, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's more scary, being in that room, and uh, not being alone, or what about being in the room and no, and you're I... not alone? I mean, and you are alone. Like, there I is saw. no other. Well, that's almost Ooh, the there definition is no of other hell. Thing. What is that's almost the definition mm. of hell? Yeah, and you know, and you mentioned that the devil is evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said God is is not good; he is goodness. Mm-hmm. Is that the devil is not evil? Is he is he no. the essence of evil? No, he is not because he was. So I'll take now my we, answer off the air. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the, coast to coast. The. Um, no, that we're getting into theology here and, you know, talking about realities that, you know, there's no scientific proof for it. So this is where we're kind of getting into extrapolation here based on what has been revealed to us. And we're just kind of saying, all right, using our reason, this is the direction it kind of points. God has revealed he is existence itself. So if you exist, you possess some sort of goodness. Um, now, if you're getting, says, well, diseases exist, does that make them good? Insofar as the existence of the thing that might cause the disease, yes, it's good insofar as it exists, but the fact that it causes disease or illness or pain, no, that is not good. That, But that's a result of a fallen world. And that's, that's a whole other discussion. Okay. So, um, so the devil, Lucifer was the highest of the highest angels was created to be the best of the best was supposed to be the creme de la creme of god's spiritual order but he got jealous what we're not sure like there's a lot of guesses of what caused him to fall some guesses is that god becoming man was really an insult to him like why wouldn't god become an angel um another guess was you know the existence of the blessed mother someone giving given the grace to never choose to go against god um another guess is that he wanted to be god himself jealousy jealousy but the 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 common theme is pride and jealousy hubris um and because he chose at the very instant of his creation to go against god that's what made him. God gave him the choice. But unlike humans, angels, when they make their choice, their choice is final because they're not creatures bound by time. We are creatures bound by time, so we can, re, we can revise our decisions. I'm, I'm nitpicking here, but when you say yeah. he was, you know, the creme, creme de la creme, yeah. you know, everything the best, yeah. so forth. It's interesting that while he was making the creme de la creme and the best, that, you know, he, he couldn't have, like... Let me pull out jealousy and let him not ever be jealous. Well, the thing is, he didn't make him jealous. Lucifer chose to be jealous. He gave him a choice. Like, 
the that's the that's the I'm, I keep on hitting your glass. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. I'm, I'm Italian. If you yeah. what, what does an Italian call a speech impediment? Mm. A broken arm. <laughs> um, so um, that's funny. Anyways, so but what makes a tr- what makes good good yeah. is the ability to be good. You know, if God took away free will from us and said, you all have to be good, are we really good? Yeah. Or are we just like the trees, Mm -hmm. just existing? So, you know, in the sense the angels were created with a choice, but he chose. So God casts him out, right? Well, he, so. Or he decided to leave on, on his own. Yeah, he, well, essentially, once one chooses to be against God, it's hard to stay in God's presence because right. you're either with God or you're destroyed. So, Yikes. no middle ground. Yeah, I mean, and it's not because God does that. It's just if He's existence itself, and you say I don't want to exist by my choices, you really don't want to be around existence. It's a whole other podcast, but I find yeah. it interesting that if He gets cast out and He chooses and He chooses what He chooses, how He was able to just walk out of that wonderful place and build such an amazing empire of his own with that is well, evil. But I, I, is you it know, really amazing though? Is it? I don't know. Because no, it's isolated. It's depraved. The reason, what makes the devil so powerful, yeah, quote but, unquote, is because we choose to let him be. We choose to we be miserable. We choose to be miserable with him. And that's what he wants. So wow. it's the funneling uh, of the energy. It is yeah. the energy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a whole another fascinating topic. Yeah. We didn't even get into. We didn't even have time to get into Wiccan. Yeah. And, and it's probably a benefit because you might get a lot of angry letters. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, letters. I like that you say letters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Letters. Facebook messages. Letters. <laughs> Our mailbag. We've is got full. letters. But uh, but hey, Lots you know what? That's that's what letters. I love about. Uh, Having having you on and you guys on, we always leave a little something on the table to come back to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of the table, uh, have we enjoyed the uh, oh. watershed products here this evening? Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes we have. well, yeah, I know you have. And I before have. we go, uh, we should probably pour this into something. You got, give me some shot glasses here. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, I just dreamed of that. I don't need one because I blended you it. Blended this. I did. Uh, shots, 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 shots. All right. So just yesterday. Now, tell me about this before we go. What so last we year, we came out with our very first batch of Nochino finished barrel strength bourbon. Oh, right, right. So we make a black walnut liqueur called Nochino. Mm-hmm. We finish it in bourbon barrels. And then we got the great idea to uh, finish bourbon in barrels that finish Nochino, that aged barrel bourbon. Section. Yes, it's, so it's a, a third round, basically. So it's a barrel-strength bourbon that was aged in, or finished in barrels that aged Nochino, our black walnut Got liqueur. It. So I have to share something. Um, yeah. Anne here helped me uh, um, supply a bourbon dinner at my parish that was auctioned nice, off. Nice, Anne. Old job, not so, current job. Not current job anymore. Yes. No. But, we got uh, another thing coming up. Oh, yeah, but yeah. we... She told me about this, and I was very excited about this it. This is very fun. And, but, and this is different than... So batch one came out last year. So it's mm-hmm. the same, but different. Like, yes. this is the batch. Different sa- Same idea, but this is a different batch. Right, right. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yes. 
You blended this. However, however. However. So we were training a new sales rep yesterday. So I'm like, here's the best training. We're going to blend a new bourbon. And then Donnie Austin, who used to own House Wines, right here in, no, Donnie Austin, um, who owned House Wines in Worthington. He's actually part of our team as well. Sommelier, amazing palate. We have Aaron Harris, our head distiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Greg, you, our you owner. Uh, Who do you have Leanne on? Or? Uh, no, oh, not okay. not for like blending this okay. one. So so it's sort of you know we come up with blends, but then we blind everybody on them. Mm-hmm. And this was the winning blend this for this year. So, so you go. got the lab sample before we've even bottled it. So this is going to be Cheers. it, huh? Yes. I want to thank you both for coming on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Thank you for inviting Father Nick and Dimmick from Watershed. Father Nick, congratulations on the uh, new parish. Thank you. Yeah, nice to have you back thank in, you in, 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 in Central yeah. Ohio. I'm, I'm hesitant to share. Do you think I should share where I'm at? Yeah, or? absolutely, if you want where to. Where can we find you and when are confessions? <laughs> <laughs> so, good thing you asked that. Thank you for that, Ann. I'm at St. Cecilia on the West Side on Norton Road. In West Side. Yeah, I knew that. You hear that, Wickens? You hear that? <laughs> right off of Broad, right? Oh, right off of Broad Street. Yeah. Uh, confessions are Tuesday evenings from 5.45 to 6.45. Oh, wow. Saturdays. So you had you had confessions before you got here. Yes, that's here. what made me a little late. Wow. So. Okay. Someone a little so. chatty? Yeah. <laughs> and he's in say. the he's in the box, so you won't have to see him face he's, to face. The guy's still in there talking, and and uh, <laughs> sit back over, and be like, and yes, and I then gotta son, get to a podcast. Sins <laughs> <laughs> forgiven. Bye bye. Well, cheers. 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 cheers, cheers, I've already dusted. That. I know. That's nice. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Oh my goodness. That's going to be fun. So I'll bring back full bottles. Yes, you will. Yes. Yes, you will. It tastes like yeah. fall. This is. Yeah. yeah. This would make a phenomenal old Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because you get like the, the finish. The, there's there's a little something sneaky at the awesome. end. Oh, there's a little this something. Is so good. Yes. There's a. I thought I. There's a little extra wow. on the finish at the end. It just kind of sneaks mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Almost like a coffee. That one. All right. Well. Um, nutty taste. Yeah, uh, there's I, I, there's a nutty afterwards, especially mm. yeah. No, Nick, are you still on uh, radio, St. Gabriel? I am from time to time. Yes, All right, but you don't have a show like. No, um, okay. it, we haven't recorded in about two years. All right, so time. I don't know what this means. I'll what this that. label means, but something special's coming. <laughs> All right, thank you both again, uh, Father Nick Ventura at St. Cecilia's Andemic from Watershed Distillery. Continued success. Um, uh, we're looking forward to actually seeing you. Later this month, as we uh, bottle our whiskey business barrel selection. Laverne and Shirley are coming to Watershed <laughs> yep. Distillery. We're looking forward to that. Uh, I need some hair nets. The, uh, the, Wait, the, no, it's not Laverne and Shirley. It's uh, Lucille Ball. Or is it oh, Laverne right. The, it's, oh, oh, my gosh, you guys. Laverne and Shirley worked at the brewery. They, they worked at a brewery. So they do the same thing. Oh, same episode. Stuff. No, it's no. Lucille Ball and the chocolates. And I'm the chocolates, so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. That's going to be us. Drink some, pour some, drink some. Actually, it's going to be... That's what we're hoping for. It's probably going to be closer to Dumb and Dumber uh, (laughs) is what it's going to be. I'm I'm sorry to say. It's going to be a sitcom that got canceled before the the pilot premiered. (laughs) But we're looking forward to that. And and thank you for bringing the wonderful Watershed products today. Uh, I want to thank, of course, Greg Hansberry on the audio side. Uh, don't you mean uh, the, uh, the Bride of the Frankenstein? Bride of Frankenstein. Have some, uh, he has some housekeeping. Bum, 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 bum. 
some last minute housekeeping to say youtube whiskey business with dino chipotas please yeah. uh, subscribe and hit the little bell icon right there and you'll right. get a notification every time you uh get a uh, uh we post something a new, new upload yeah um also uh thanks for subscribing if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app uh we're subscribe on we're on all of them and we're on the evergreen podcast and, yeah uh yeah and uh Network. Rate and review us. Thank you very much. Uh, share with all your friends. This is, again, my favorite episode, the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. So share with all your Halloween uh, knucklehead friends. friends. Ooh, I look forward to this episode. I look forward to all the episodes. I look forward to this one. I always look forward to our Christmas one, too. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. and Oh, oh look, we're going. Yeah, and thanks to, uh, again, Evergreen Podcast Network, who uh, are... are, are, are Parents, our parent. Company, I guess they would right? be our our parent network. <laughs> Who, yes. uh, Evergreen is our parent, and yes, I haven't listened yes. to it yet. But I've, they've been promoting this uh, new Bruce Springsteen uh, podcast, and I'm I'm actually excited to, to check it out. Uh, Stephen Van Zandt. Well, uh, somebody who is on the Evergreen Podcast Network, uh, our friend Alex Hasty, will be joining us later this oh, month yeah. as well. Ohio yeah. v. the World. Um, he'll be joining us. We'll be doing a little bit of a, some crossover action. And he's going to be talking. Can we tease what we're talking about? Uh, we're talking about the, 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 the 10 cent beer night. Yeah. Oh, up in Cleveland. Up in Cleveland. The, oh, oh, the, the time, okay. Yeah. The debacle. Yes, yeah. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. Disco sucks. This the the, the uh, this looks really good on paper. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, uh, But when you give ten uh, cents a beer, uh, uh, idea. Whoops. Uh, uh, and, and you can also find us at uh, uh, your spirit stores. All, all, you know, all the uh, former t- uh, to- Toys R Us's that are out of out of business. Oh, spirit of Halloween. Yeah. 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 The spirit of Halloween. That's oh, you can gosh. find us in all of those. He dug really I, deep I for that so, one. Yeah. yeah. Whiskey business, I don't say it too often, is a never the luck production. <laughs> like I said, wonderfully produced by these two guys. I <laughs> have the pleasure of being your host. I'm Dino Chapotis, and until the next bottle, see ya. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 